you. Looking forward to your future programs. Uh, uh, put away that shovel for a little while and, and relax. Thank you very much for joining okay. us. Anytime. Okay, Michio Kaku with Exploration Physics of the Future. It is 3 o'clock. You are listening to KPFA, KPFB in Berkeley, KFCF at 88.1 FM in Fresno, and all the time at kpfa.org. Right now it's time for Stone's Throw with Jennifer Stone. Happy ending, nice and tidy. It's a rule I learned in school. Get your money every Friday. Happy endings are the rule. So divide up those in darkness from the ones who walk in light. Light them up, boys. This is Jennifer Stone with Stone's Throw. Today, the big story, right? February the 12th, 2013, the Pope quit. Pope Benedict. Oh, I know just how he feels. Oh, he said to himself, kids today, I can't take it anymore. <laughs> he up and left. Let's see now. He's going to stay till the 28th of February. Um, oh, let's see. It's not leap year this year. No, okay. 28th February in the year of his Lord, 2013. He, what is it? Uh, threw in the towel, the sponge, the scepter, the robe, whatever it is. Uh, let's see. What was it? The 13th century? I can't remember. They keep saying 600 years ago. Some pope did this, uh, but obviously this this is setting a precedent. Now we know that people are going to be walking around for, oh, 10 or 20 years, longer than they used to, whether they're still alive or not, depends on their point of view, but or your point of view, who knows. Uh, uh, it's like the Supreme Court. They're, they're going to have to just uh, quit or retire at some point. Point. We cannot give lifetime appointments to these elders. Anyway, I, I have no opinion about Pope Benedict except that, uh, what is it? Same old, same old. His doctrines, uh, no fornication without population. Who was his name? The comedian, um, Father Guido Sarducci. I loved him. Uh, we used to have so much fun with Catholicism. I suppose it's frivolous and thoughtless, you know. Father Guido Sarducci had this routine. He would, he would, um, uh, get out, uh, he was pretending to work a cash register and he'd say, you have to pay for your sins. And he would ring him up, say, you know, masturbation, 35 cents. There you go. <laughs> anyway. Uh, being a prince of the Catholic Church is quite a gig. Um, the head of that hierarchy, what is that, 
two billion. Souls, I guess they are souls. I I keep thinking of him, you know, he's not just an anachronism. He's, well, he looks like a medieval monarch, absolute ruler of that little teeny tiny state, the little Vatican. <laughs> that one in Monaco, right? You know, the gambling place, yeah. They've got all those costumes and ceremonies from another age. Uh, the truth is, uh, he's real. He's the CEO of a giant, giant uh, organization. Uh, yes, a vast institution. I think that billion point two, if I remember correctly, it's about the same number as the uh, soul's who believe in the prophet, uh, the uh, religion of Islam. Anyway, they all claim to love their God. Uh, Christians use Christ as their metaphor, their king. Of course, Christ, you know what Christ thought of kings. (laughs) Jesus Christ, the man theologians claim was sacrificed for our sins, crucified in agony, so that whosoever believed in him might be saved, that is, might not die, might escape damnation, you know. Of course, that came a little bit later, uh, uh, all that uh, doctrine, doctrine, the church is not Christ, uh, Christ the man, the historical figure, seems to have been uh, a visionary, an anarchist, a healer, a prophet, a teacher, (laughs) a hippie. He advocated service to all. Uh, Compassion is the passion for all, especially uh, compassion towards those in the most need of Pope Benedict has been fairly cheerful about that. Uh, he says we should take care of the poor and all. But uh, uh, the rest of it, the social side of things, Benedict, uh, no, no, no. He's a complete conservative. An orthodox, we call that. Uh, Christ, on the other hand, was uh, an absolutist. Let's see, in what area? He was an androgene in the sense that... Uh, He didn't believe in, what do you call that? Uh, uh, He didn't believe in money. He didn't believe in, uh, what is that, Uh, rulers. Mary Daly once said that Christ was male femininity incarnate. That upset some Christians. The language is a problem we get hung up uh, you know, who's a boy and who's a girl? Uh, you know, uh, why would a priest need uh, to be a biological male? Anyway, we know that the early Coptic Christians were mostly women. At least the women ran the show. The mass was uh, actually a meal, you know. The women cooked and served the meal. And that was mass, and Christ was not just, uh, what, uh, a Democrat. Uh, he was, as I said, a hippie. Uh, now, Pope Benedict says that today's world is just too much for him. Right, kids, today. He's right about that. 
liberals trying to get a reformation going again. Uh, I do see that strand. Maybe, maybe he's got a plan. Maybe he's going to give us, he's going to fix it so we can have a, a liberal Latino. Centuries of orthodoxy, crumbling, fundamentalist backlashes, proof that things are changing. Masses on the march, the eternal feminine leadeth us onward, onward in a circle. A spiral that leads back to the ancient religions of the Great Mother. The holy practices of humankind, the old ways of worship, the worship of life. Now, this new pope will probably be... Uh, just like the old one. That's the fact. Uh, uh, no utopian visions. I must calm down. Uh, I just imagine a pope that would be willing to experiment, uh, study the ways women solve problems. I, I think women would be just terrific doing the job of the clergy, uh, Letting go of authoritarianism. Women priests. Married priests of both sexes. Gay and lesbian priests and bishops. All free to marry. Clergy and laity having reproductive freedom. All people having reproductive freedom. Making birth control the right of every human being. Surely any liberal priest would preach that lesson. Remember the lesson. First of all, do no harm. Don't exclude anybody. Right. Uh, don't spread diseases. No forced pregnancy. All the loving care that we assume we're going to get from a mother or even a father. That's the task of clergy, of what is that? Caretakers. Of course, the fact is, the truth is just a gigantic business. And its wealth will be fought over, and the new CEO will emerge on the scene, and I will watch it, and they'll do the dance. You remember uh, Fellini's Vatican fashion show, that hilarious movie Roma, tourist attraction, <laughs> Christian circus, complete with the clowns. Ah, the Church of St. Peter was built upon a rock, you remember. Recently, some passionate souls have seen fit to turn over that rock, right? Look under St. Peter's rock. To turn over the holy rock of the Roman Catholic Church is obviously dangerous. I hope it's not like the rock that Sisyphus kept rolling up the hill, only to see it roll right back down over again. Crush us, yes. Roll right back over Christ's tomb. Oh, pushing those patriarchs up the hill one more time. I can't face it. I think I'll quit like Benedict. Yes, kids, today I want to quit. I want to quit. Uh... The story is that Pope Benedict was an enforcer for the Pope that went before him. Uh, you know, uh, he, he, Benedict, worked to keep orthodoxy orthodox. And he called him God's Rottweiler. Uh, God knows I wish him well in his retreat. Goddess knows, yes. 
He says he's going to pray and meditate. I hope he examines his conscience, his shame. He did at one point admit that the sex scandals uh, made him feel ashamed. Yes, he was ashamed. Anyway, uh, now, I've got to make some money today. I've got a wonderful biography to give you as a subscription. Hey, hey. Um, it's a book, a biography uh, by Penelope, Penelope Niven, N-I-V-E-N, from HarperCollins. You want to look it up. It's called Thornton Wilder, A Life. It's a big, fat book, and it's uh, it's a $40 book. And in order to get a copy, you've got to subscribe to KPFA at the $80 rate. A good plan. This book is for teachers especially, and of course for anybody who loves Thornton Wilder. He's a relative of our own Susan Stone, would you believe? Interesting. Always so interesting. Uh I've always loved Thornton Wilder. Some people say he wasn't mean enough for our age, you know, the vinegar thing. <laughs> he wasn't. He wasn't one of the angry young men. He was a very, very closeted gay male born in 1897. Uh, if you want to check out the review by Robert Gottlieb, good review, The Case of Thornton Wilder. You can find it in the January 7th New Yorker. Uh, critic at large, man of letters, Robert Gottlieb. He's got a very good, very good uh, synthesis of this man's work and life. Uh, uh-huh. All of us, uh, my age anyway, remember his great plays. They were, uh, what is it, uh, the first things we did in high school. <laughs> I remember a little one act called The Happy Journey from Camden to Trenton. I just love it. It's a family in a car. <laughs> I played the mom. I got such a kick out of that. I played that game with my own children for years and years and years. You know what it's like in a car with a couple of kids. Yes, the happy journey from Camden to Trenton. And, of course, I was in our town. You remember, our town, there's a stage manager, kind of, he's kind of God. He tells the story of, oh, the great American family and about loss. I love the scenes in the graveyard when all the people who have died have something to say about things, right? Uh, and then, of course, their skin of our teeth. I was looking for, what was it? Last time, uh, oh, it was at 9-11, Tony Blair quoted from Thornton Wilder's novel, The Bridge of San Luis Rey. I'm not sure it really applied, but it was so nice what he did say, uh, Right, uh, Tony Blair, he was talking about the British, the Brits who died in the Twin Towers on 9-11. And he quoted The Bridge of San Luis Rey, that lovely little novel that asks why we die and why, uh, why, what is it? Why some die and others survive. It's like that. Is life a plan or an accident? That's what's. The bridge in Sa at San Luis Rey was about. Uh, 
let's see, the novel in the novel, he writes the, this is the quote that Tony Blair used in his speech. Soon we shall die in all memory of those five, the ones who died on the bridge. All memory of those five will have left the earth and we ourselves shall be loved for a while and forgotten. But the love will have been enough. All those impulses of love return to the love that made them. Even memory is not necessary for love. There is a land of the living and a land of the dead, and the bridge is love. The only survival, the only meaning. This novel remains very, very popular. I hope I have time to read you some more of it. Uh, I think uh, Thornton Wilder is one of those writers who will uh, survive and survive and survive. Uh, He's full of this loving kindness. I think uh, theater for me has always been my church. (laughs) Yes. I wonder who who is the Pope? Who's the yes? Uh, who's well? It's a hierarchy. It's true, but you know the playwrights, of course, are the saints, the priests. Uh, the theater is a place for left wing theology, you know, for liberal values. In what is it? In the last half century, things have gotten pretty violent, pretty angry. Uh, there's a good section in the biography where Thornton Wilder writes about uh, his revision of Skin of Our Teeth. He says he didn't he didn't realize that you have to say the positive things. Some of his friends said the play was defeatist. Uh, it's about how we got through all of our tragedies by the skin of our teeth. And he has to have the head of the family, the father in the play, talk about hope. Uh, he says that People, uh, he says, you can't assume anything. You can't take it for granted. That's something I forget. I always think people know it goes without saying that, of course, we will try and that, uh, you know, love is all there's time for and all that. Uh, I don't know. He says that uh, we mustn't increase the dark picture. Jimmy Baldwin always said, never tell the children there is no hope. Uh, Anyway, let's see. Uh, The love of humankind is what Thornton Wilder is all about, right? Nothing refines like affection, said Charlotte Bronte. The monster in our time is the god Moloch, the money monster, you know. It's present in every human encounter, relationship, marriage, whatever. And certainly in the church. (laughs) Ah, yes. It's all about the money. Of course, you know, once in a while we have a St. Francis or somebody who tries to live the way Christ lived. Uh, Thornton Wilder, what is it? He was, what do we call that? A Renaissance man, right. Uh, China, Rome, Naples. My favorite section of the biography, well, one of my favorite sections, is the section... His letters to Gertrude Stein, she sent him uh, the most simpatico lover, uh, the one who in the 1990s wrote kind things about him. 
His first lover, a man, uh, apparently humiliated him, broke his heart, betrayed him, you know, laughed at him. The very worst thing can happen. <laughs> sad, sad, sad. I'm looking for the section about Gertrude Stein. Uh, hi, I see Veronica's come to help me do a little salesmanship here. Veronica, dear, this is, uh, I'm looking for the, the, the blurb. Where's the blurb? Thornton Wilder, A Life. Now, I don't think we've made any money at all yet. We need an $80, $80 subscription. You get a copy of this big book. All you school teachers out there, you need to get this book. It's a life of Thornton Wilder. Little tiny forward by Edward Albee. Not much. It's basically about theater. Now, I love uh, the novels, too. My favorite is The Ides of March. What are you pointing at here? This goody here? She's pointing at something. I, I love it. You see, they we... probably saw that. Good afternoon, ladies and I gentlemen. I know. See? And welcome to my time together with Jennifer. You know, I, I know you were anticipating my arrival yes. eventually. So what we have here is this wonderful book about Thornton Wilder. It must be everything you ever wanted to know about Thornton Wilder, written by Penelope. What's Penelope's yep. last name, Jennifer? Niven. Niven. Exactly. And, yeah. It's also all about Paris in the 1920s. And, you know, it's basically about American history as well. You know, you can't write this big a book about one man. But, you know, <laughs> his life basically is, what is it? It's the life I wish I'd had. 1897, he was born, five years older than my parents. And, of course, he was a closeted gay man, so, you know. Wait, what do you mean, of course, Jennifer? Well, it's, what is it? It goes with the territory here, because he, you know, he, he had a puritanical father, a very loving mother, but he is, what is it? He's the kind of person that I remember growing up with, and, of course, most of us knew they were gay, but we just assumed, you know, that this was a shadow life, the other life. He spent 200 days a year traveling, you know, or you'd go to the McDowell colony. Mm -hmm. His family was his uh, four brothers and sisters, like Tennessee Williams, he had a mad sister. They always have a mad sister. Well, you know what? I think you should get your own copy and see for yourself exactly what Jennifer's talking about. Now, the goal, Jennifer's goal is $1,500. And uh, that will happen when enough people sign up uh, to get this their own copy of this book. It's a wonderful hardback copy book. I mean, they are very, those are few and far between anymore. And it's for $80. It's a donation of $80 to KPFA Radio to keep us going and also to... To say yes, it's an affirmation of your appreciation of what Jennifer does here. So, as usual, I recommend that you get not only your copy, but a copy for, for instance, your um, community center that you go to, your church, uh, your best friend in Des Moines who may not have <laughs> even heard about this book. Call area code 510-848-5732 
or 1-800-439-5732. Of course, you can donate online at www.kpfa.org. But most importantly, we want you to donate wherever you choose to do it. And at this time, we have some people in the phone room. And we'd love it if you pick up the phone and dialed area code 510-848-5732 or 1-800-439-5732. We only have like about five minutes or, and some change to go here and we need to sell these books. There are only seven copies. So if you want your copy, you must call now area code 510-848-5732 or 1-800-439-5732. $80, only $80. This is it. You got to read all about the great Tallulah Bankhead raising holy hell as she played Sabina in Skin of Our Teeth, my favorite role. She's the, the tramp, you know, all through history. There's this woman. She's part of every every family, you know, Jesus Grubel. The thing is that they wanted Ruth Gordon for the role. Do you remember Ruth Gordon in Harold and Maul? Absolutely. One of that the, was the strangest film. I loved it. She's one of the, the great acerbic actresses of her time. You know, she and Garson Kanan, they wrote all these plays. They were friends of Catherine Hepburn, but Right, anyway. and she told she said one time, she didn't tell me, but I heard her say mm-hmm. that by the time she got the check for Harold and Maud, she thought it was like one of those <laughs> Um, promotional things and she was going to throw it away. I think it was for $50,000. There's one person on the line. Why don't you be the next? Call area code 510-848-5732-1800-439-5732. You get the full understory of Thornton Wilder and what he was up to back in 1897 to 1975. And also you can also support KPFA by calling area code 510-848-5732, 1-800-439-5732. Jennifer's got me in here doing the annoying work I know. of saying the phone number over and over again. Jennifer, help me. I know. It's, no, it's so difficult. It's so difficult to figure out what would make people willing, you know, to part with their, their hard-earned cash. We used to just, I used to <laughs> empty out my little purse here and hear the change rattling, you know. Right. Who has change anymore, right? right. Then we'd offer to do a, a dance without any, you know, but nobody wants to look at old ladies anymore. I can't think what we could do to No, we're asking them. them to support old ladies. They don't have to look. There you this go. This is radio, okay? It's not TV. And while I'm at it, why don't I go ahead and thank uh, our food donors, Sim- Freddy's High Wire Coffee Roasters, traditional medicinal tea, med, medicinal teas, uh, Cabot Creamery Cooperative, Casa Latina Pandiera, and also to let you know, you can get bumper stickers that say KPFA. You can help spread the word. And aside from this book, we have a myriad of other things uh, that you can ask for in the phone room when you call area code five ten eight four eight five seven three two. Or 1-800-439-5732 and get your own copy and a copy for posterity for the next generation needs to know about Thornton Wilder. They don't make them anymore just like that. This is true. Gertrude Stein was trying to help him and she sent him this lover down to Naples there. Wait a minute. No, no, no. She sent him first. She sent this guy to Zurich in 1937, you know, and 1993, this lover was 85, and he said that Thornton Wilder, oh gosh, was afraid of 
sex. He said he just thought it was something going on behind his That's back. That's favorite thing, Jennifer. You're always saying somebody's afraid of sex. I didn't know anyway, anything Eric about it. 510-848-5732, 1-800-439-5732. Why don't you be well, the next one to call? If there's one line lit up in there, <laughs> I think there's at least one other person, and you can do it. You can make your contribution during this particular time slot that says you'll be saying yes to Jennifer Stone All about and these. Kate BFA together. Only $80, Thornton Wilder, hardback book. Um, we only have seven, so reserve your two by calling 510-848-5732 or 1-800-439-5732. You see, these Puritans, you know how that is. It's even He was a pal of Freud's. You know, remember Freud said that, that you know, um, uh, Let's see. Repression causes culture. Let's see. Yes, exactly. It's the other way around. Uh, no, I think culture causes repression. Yes, and but the truth is that uh, it works the other way. It works both ways, you know, folks. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we could stand a little repression. It might help the arts. Well, <laughs> yes. And by the me- in the meantime, while you're contemplating that, by all means, go yes. to the phone and call five ten eight four eight five seven three two or one eight hundred four three nine five seven three two. I'm going to thank Jill for her excellent work engineering and Jennifer God for bless. being the host. With the mo- Do you want to be a host or a hostess? <laughs> I, I want to be a poetess, a prophetess, a loveress, a, a philosopheress. Jesus, what do they do these things to us? You know, I don't have it all. I don't know. Anyway, have a good afternoon. Yes. If you don't, what is it? If you don't, uh, yeah. I was gonna say, folks. Uh, I will be back on the air next week at the same time, God is willing. Uh, Till then, go easy. And if you can't go easy, go as easy as you can. Light them up, boys. There's your picture. Drop the shadow.